What is phase two? New day is done. The day of the Power Cosmic Podcast. Gathered from around the galaxy comes the world's greatest comic book fans, all in one terrific podcast. It's the Power Cosmic Podcast. With your host with the most, the man who puts on Terrific Con, the world's greatest Comic Con every August at the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut, Mitch Halleck. Joining Mitch each week will be an assembly of his terrific super friends. Join them as they talk about comic books, movies, and more. It's the Power Cosmic Podcast. Power Cosmic Podcast. Hold on a second. What's today's date? The 28th? Today's the 28th of January. Back after a whole month and a half, people writing me like, "Did you guys stop doing the podcast?" I go, "No, I've been busy. I've been on vacation, and we got lives, people." And I'll leave this in so they know who it is. <laughs> yeah, not really. No, I just Sharon goes, "You, you insult your audience." So this. So do you still have a TV in loud. the basement? Yeah, but you could I set don't up something get, in I the basement. Down and then at least yeah, you have but then two I'm down there in the troll, like you know, living in mom's basement. Going well, you're living the in your own basement. It's still back there. Yeah. It's still there. That's where all the stuff is anyway. The 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 man cave, the fortress of solitude. <laughs> Are you going to sell any of that stuff? I go. I swear, this year we're selling all of it. I'm getting rid of all of it. Yeah, with your shoes. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> don't mention that. No, Sharon will be like, "Oh, we have another hardcover book." I go, "Ordway just gave me this," and she looked at the price, and those books. They, they come out with these like collections, yeah, yeah. and it's like one hundred twenty-five dollars. No one's paying one hundred twenty-five because they never sell for that price. You go on Amazon, it's like sixty dollars. They literally have price. You wait long enough, they probably pop up in Barnes and Noble for. But they also 30. sell out. But they do sell, so out, and then they, they have to market prices are crazy. High, yeah. It's like they don't print that many, do they? No, they print them based on the orders. Because oh, is that they're what it so is? expensive. Because I'll see like the fantastic. Is a big thing. Yeah. If fantastic. They weigh, like five pounds a piece or. Fantastic Four Volume 1 $50 You get the first 40 issues That's good Volume 2 Issue 40 to 80 Eh, okay It's about 60 Volume 3 I didn't buy It's like $400 now Because the older they got The less people were buying them So if you want to go get that now Oh, you got to go buy it on eBay For 3 or 400 bucks So I don't get that no, you if you really want it, want it. Yeah, you really want what, it. That's all it is. Yeah, somebody will pay for it. There. Well, I was looking for... Um, Why do you think Ferrari... Because your Superman uh, book's up there. Which the one? The one that just came out, like the latest one that had like the black cover with the red. Remember they just collected the return and death of Superman? It just came out last fall. So that's Are the they pri- still... No, the price on the aftermarket is going oh, wow. up. I don't think DC makes a lot of those. No, DC's they really bad about that. Well, no, they, they used to... I think it's because... Maybe they're still printing orders. in China or something. But they're basically, you're not going to go back to them and have them print 100 of them. So whatever that initial order is, yeah. it's one and done. They probably take into account what Amazon might sell. Mm-hmm. Maybe Amazon has a standard order of them or something. And that's it. But they're also so huge, they're not going to warehouse them. They no, have to pay they're to too put heavy. Them in a warehouse. Each book's like seven or eight pounds. So they just let them go out of print. And then... Five years later, three years later, they, they do a new back. edition. So yeah. is it just all? It's, each, it's a reprint. It's just a, they can be like fourteen hundred. Oh my god! Fifteen hundred like pages. Phone books. Yeah. Oh, okay. And with a hardcover, but they're 
but they're slightly massive. oversized too, and they weigh so much. That yeah, and that's the other thing too. You really can't read it because I tried to read one. You have to lay it on the Sharon's, table. Like I'm on the couch in my arm after 20 minutes. She goes, well, I got, "This thing's eight pounds." You're trying to hold it and read it. She's like, "Exercising." You're so reading now, while yeah, you're exercising. now I'm on the table reading the thing because it's so damn heavy. But I mean, some of them are like so a, stupid. You need so this. Now you look like something out of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> one oh, arm that's is really big. <laughs> no, he's got that one. Yeah, one arm. Yeah, but just a heavy reading today. You need the strap like that, so you like a shield. You should come do that and you can read it and then you, you switch no, it to the other it. arm for like but know. the binding you got to be careful I, did, you know, do, there, did you know there was an art to how they have to open them some guy did it you have to take the book and flat. you lay it flat and then you flip the pages back and forth oh, and oh, you stretch the, the binding. binding a little yeah, yeah. bit so it's not so stiff because if you just open it up guess what? Right. You'll break it, it cracks yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah and the pages start falling out I was yeah, like, it's, oh. like a, it's any other perfect bind same thing it, it's like a ribbon almost yeah it's so so thick though yeah Oh, but I didn't. I thought the guy was kidding. He's like, no, there's an yeah. art to yeah. fanning the pages and stressing it out so it's not. Yeah. Well, I have like I must have about five or six of the oversized art. Oh, the big editions. ones are nice too. Yeah. The artist editions. Yeah. You know where they were like eighteen by twenty four or yeah. something. These books are so huge and they're not really thick. But they're you just know, generally heavy. like maybe yeah. an inch thick. So those, if you have them on anything that's not totally flat, the binding will bend yeah. along yeah. the yeah, right way. You that. know yeah. and. So you have to read those at a table. No, I've had that too. I had them stacked on each other, and then I started noticing they were part of the curve. You, you like, can do it on your lap, but then, like I said, it, yeah, if that, you had a drafting table, it's yeah, great. But that's what I yeah put yeah, on the drawing table right and just. But somebody's going to tell you why you buying that. You can get it digitally. But have you ever tried to read something digitally? Yeah, Sharon reads times. them all the time. Yeah. She she has those with the Kindle or whatever. Yeah. All hundreds of books when she travels. I go. Eh. Eh, I can't. Yeah. I tried, but I'm like, it's. Uh, I can't well, it depends. This. Are you reading a book? Or are you reading a comic? I book? tried both. I think the comic book would be a little easier. I think. Yeah, but it actually moves when you do the comic. Yeah, you right. tap the panel, and it takes you to the next one. Where if you had it in front of you, your eyes would go over the page, left right. to right. Yeah, left to right. You get an overview. But right? this, yeah. this, this yeah. kind of. The way he designs or any of these guys design it, it's like a storyboard, like a movie. Sure. It's meant to be seen a certain way with right. your eye flow. But if you're just zooming in. On each frame, yeah. it takes away from the overall yeah, yeah. effect of the page. I get it. So, I get it. Yeah, I, I don't know if they thought about that when they were doing them. I don't think they cared. They, they just don't care. saw a new technology and yeah. a new way to sell something. Some people, that's all they get, though, is digital books. Yeah. I know guys, like, they don't buy paper anymore. They just buy the digital ones because they don't have any storage problems. Yeah. But you don't own that. I've been through this before. You're just leasing that. You right. don't physically own the PDF. Have you Could been, you print them out? I suppose. That would be kind of like... Then you buy the book. purpose yeah. in a way. Yeah. Well, I'm just curious. I mean, I if, suppose, you, if you wanted to have PDFs. a record of it and keep it. I don't it. know if those PDFs are big enough to print. Are they print. watermarked? No, but I'm saying I don't know if the files would be big enough as a PDF, you know, that you're getting online. they got to be reduced for maybe an 8 by 10 Remember screen Remember they tried that AR most. stuff for a while? That bombed. They would that? have augmented reality. So oh, yeah, yeah. They would have the, a page. They were trying to make that the next thing. Like, there would be limited motion yeah, or movement scan or sound it, effect. Yeah, like a, what is that, a QR code? Yeah, QR They tried so, that. With your phone, yeah. There'd be like a little, well, like, DC tried interview. that really hard with a lot of their direct-to-digital stuff. Yeah, Marvel was doing They tried it too. to do blur effects. They tried to do li- limited animation. And it was a great idea, but, but ultimately... I think it. I don't think it did. It probably had people who were fans of it because it makes sense. It's almost like doing a flash animation, right? Well, and it was um, also like a DVD extra, like you'd buy the movie and then they'd show yeah. like the making of, so you'd be able to get interviews with the people. Like you read a certain page, like, oh, what's this? And behind the scenes, and they'd be like a little five minute. Interview. And that's funny because I watched or uh, rewatched the uh, um, Watchmen. No, the Christopher Nolan 
uh, Inception. Oh yeah, on the big TV, and there, on part of the is the there a extra, No, it's part of the, on the extra disc. There's a motion comic, of like what? another adventure of the same character, the oh, really? Leo DiCaprio character doing his thing, and it was like a maybe hmm. 15, 20 minute motion comic. So it didn't have balloons or anything. It was all you know, like narrative and you know, real limited animation. But who's going to see? Um, but that was 2010, which was interesting because that's around the time that DC was trying to do, and it's a Warner movie. Yeah. So DC was trying to do the Batman 66 with the extra effects and the, you know, multiple. You even do like extra. The, from a comic artist's point of view, it was pain because no one really paid you a lot more, but they were asking for panels on layers. Yeah. We always, oh. you know, you're inking everything on one board. They were asking for panels that could be lifted. To swap out, which is right. almost like an animation. Oh, is that how they do that? Yeah. I was wondering that because I see that. That's I would imagine the if you were buying artwork from people who did yeah. those, that you might have a, like You'd extra have... sheet of something with or multiple. You know, that they were supposed to separate it. stuff. Yeah, so yeah. That they could pull it off the background. Because I would see those sometimes. Work. I'm like, oh, how are they doing that? With those, like a full motion comic, you would have to draw the background without any figures on it, and, and then do the you figures draw the as next thing. almost like a, a separate layer. Yeah, but if you're doing it all digitally. It's easy because you just draw it and do it. But a you then layer. have to draw a whole background for normally, you know what I'm saying? Like if there's two guys talking, there's a couple lines to imply whatever the background yeah, yeah, yeah. is. If you've got two guys talking and you have to draw the background, you have to draw an environment because oh, that environment is technically, you know, going to be seen. It's just a lot more work. It's it was a great idea. I think um, you know, the practical aspect is that it should have been something like a maybe is not quite an animation, mm. and maybe that's the problem. Because like the is that why they justified that making, the price increase? They were saying, "Oh, look, you're getting this extra." Because remember, yeah, the regular copy probably. was this much, and the digital was a dollar more. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, "Oh, but you're getting this extra features." Yeah. I mean, printing's the, the same cost. I mean, you worked in printing. How much did it really change price wise? You mean from now to from then to now? So from like, oh, you're talking when, about printing? Just, just printing, printing, printing. I'm saying from the paper. Right? Isn't paper like the biggest variable? Usually, I mean, it depends. I mean, the, well, it well, all from comes like down the to 90s it, to now. Remember, we were doing yeah, catalogs, yeah. we were doing millions a month, right? What was the biggest price? Was the paper, uh, two things, paper and postage? Oh, well, postage, I mean, now yeah. there's not that many paper mills, right? We're getting no, the paper mills yeah, are still the, in Canada. Well, they're still, and maybe. Around. I mean, it's you're not, I'm sure there are less than there used to be because right in Tuska, what was that company called? It was a Southwest. I remember we used to get the boxes, from mm-hmm. the, they used to have all this stuff. Warehouser, no, the. Warehouser was one, but then there's we buy paper. I remember right. when I worked for the company before you, we would go and buy our own paper right. at paper mills, and they would keep it in a warehouse. So when you went to do your catalog, so you could they'd use, the use same your paper. paper so, than, but that's how it was the cheapest way to do that was to literally buy, go to paper yeah. mills and buy, buy bulk, yeah. buy bulk paper. Right. Or, it's crazy. Buy, or in the case of what we did at Micro was uh, was all the uh, rolls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The big rolls, rolls and stuff. Like did they ever go to Prefure? No, that we, was the we, had no, we had no reason. We had no reason. But wasn't that the cheaper way to do it? It's it was cheaper, but you need to print a shitload more, right? In other words, we would print. Oh, you're printing off a roll. Yeah, we would print. We would print giant roll. Web, yeah. We would print web for Micro, Mac, Datacom. Uh, Mac was the largest thing. If I remember correctly, it was like three, four million a month. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe six. Yeah. Um, Datacom was just a couple, maybe yeah. one and a half, and then my, Mac, like- Micro is about the same as Mac. Did but but if you if you wanted to go to Revere, you really had to be at around ten million. Well, that was the thing that you had you could screw up though. Because oh yeah, once it was on press, we would do changes. We would do changes to the last second, like they'd have a price change. Right. Constantly, we'd be out in Wisconsin, 
and they'd be on the phone. Oh, with this lower the price, so you'd have to go into the file and lower it by ten bucks or five bucks, and then they would print the book. So, oh, but oh. reviewer, they would etch it all one big giant right, right, roll, yeah. so you couldn't go in and right. manipulate. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was it. So yeah, you could. We, once, we, it once was that, never going to work yeah, for us. That, once, no. Well, but it just you just the, the economies of scale weren't there. If we had to print all of one book, ten million, yeah, we could. Well, they used to print millions. When did they step really well, well, printing millions? That period, of I was thinking like 90s. during that during the boom in '94. Yeah. Before the bust, there were like maybe 10, 11 companies printing books. It was Quebecor. And was most that's when paper got weird because yeah. you, you'd see books even now. If you look back, everybody wanted the what Image had been doing was printing everything on the slick coated yeah, stock. Yeah, coated oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then the coated, oh, it was shiny. Right, but the yeah. coated paper, I think there were As shortages of it. Print. Yeah. yeah, so they switched really almost entirely from newsprint to coated stock. And that seemed to right, and that that was an expense. But weren't and their then, prices initially cheaper at one point? weren't they like a dollar ninety nine? Where everybody well, the comics were cheaper when they were printing a million of them. Oh, They're that's by yeah, unit the cost. Yeah, yeah. it's as, as the market like right now with the market being where it is, where most of these books are probably selling. I mean, I would say the bulk 40, of the. I would bet you forty thousand takes you to the to the top twenty. Yeah. There's a lot of books from top oh, there's 20 position books. up to 300 position, and those books are selling anywhere from 15,000 to even yeah. down to 2,500. And how many pages are they? About 24, 32. 30, depends on the book. Yeah. So you got, so you got ads. You don't have ads They don't anymore. know because the advertising they market is dead. That's, they don't have ads. They yeah, used to have a lot, lot of ads. ads. Yeah, sure. But now ads. it's all, yeah, it's Disney has all right. their ads in the Marvel books, and DC has all their stuff. There's no more. They're not getting much ad revenue, I don't think, like they used to. I still but, don't think, and I think we talked about this what? the last time I was here, is that I don't think they're really worrying about making money. At least. No, now it's just keeping the properties it's out. keeping the, the properties out. out there and making sure you, you have these very, very smart, very creative but individuals that, well, coming up that, with the next possible When did that flip, though, in the 90s? Stopped, when they stopped caring about how many sales were in the books, they, book they sales. always cared. No, but not they as much as They just wanted to stay now. in business. I think the, the thing is, I would think that probably press set up things, things like that are probably cheaper maybe now than oh, they I'm were. Sure they are. Yeah, They're they less complicated. At a certain point, you used to have to have way. somebody do formatting and all this stuff, and now it's all PDF. Yeah. And yes. they pro- the, I think the letterer winds up doing the production of the books nowadays. Yeah. He's the last guy to get it. He does the f- formats them for whatever it goes and to the printer. Yeah. So there's less probably setup. The printers probably do have capabilities with laser, you know what I mean, like high-speed laser. They probably are printing smaller print runs that way. Oh, yeah. You know, so um, no, there's probably the, the, more options. Yeah. But, uh, but the, the, the difference is the prices are still you were four doing, bucks. You can't lower that. Well, here's the difference. 50. No, but here's the difference. In say 1993, DC Comics was a part of Warner, yeah. but they were a separate unit. Yeah. Okay, so they were responsible for their own cash flow, their whatever their you know balance sheet. Marvel had been separate. Then Marvel became part of New Line. Yeah. Things are different when you're actually integrated into Warner and you're integrated into Disney. Yeah. There's the potential for them just keeping a book on the stands just to maintain their numbers. In other words, like comic stores need this much every week to yeah, keep yeah. in business. So we'll do 20, whatever it is, 25, 25 books a week yeah, yeah. per publisher. That thing's might might be selling, like some book might be selling really poorly, but they'll keep it because 
it takes a while to replace it. Sure. You know, or we'll keep it because this character... Even though it's not selling, they'll just keep yeah, it but going. They, but they, they have a technically a loss on a bunch of books like that as far as monthlies. Is that why always, you get some titles? You're like, who's reading this? Well, it like, used to be that you, like a book like that could be, say, whatever it was, something yeah. selling 25, some maybe on a low character, end. character, yeah. They think, okay, well, we're going to be able to collect it. Kind of like with a movie coming out. A movie comes out, it does maybe middling yeah. they knew they had DVD sales coming you know what I'm saying like yeah, home yeah, video yeah, yeah, was yeah. a big portion and that could bring up like Austin Powers was one that did, the first one didn't yeah, do yeah, great yeah, but the video sold Matrix the video sold crazy so they knew that that was a market it was trade paperbacks used to be that market that they knew they would make up on yeah 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 so it's a gamble, but they're just creating content to use those characters. Yeah, that's so, a, so I guess. Yeah, I mean, so, not, and it says nothing again. I mean, they could be great comics, but not everybody sells. Yeah, you know, there's no guarantee that it's going to hit with the market. But if I mean, I did. I brought it up before. I did the Human Bomb with yeah. Jimmy Palmiotti, and I think it was a great story. It was a, a neat little concept and everything. It sold like it ten thousand copies. It didn't sell great. Yeah. It never got collected. But hey, it used that character, the human bomb, and it kept the trademark alive. Yeah, you know, so yeah. maybe someday and, and human bomb becomes a TV a movie, show. Yeah, well, yeah. But think they about still own one. it. So, how much does a if you had to start from beginning to an in mail or in, into the you know, uh, comic book locations? Yeah. You know, how much does a book cost to run? How much does the artist cost to produce it? Yeah. How much does it physically cost? Ten, twelve grand, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So think about it. And how many books do they do? I mean, yeah. Oh, geez, no, Marvel does about right, twenty-five, could, thirty a month. Yeah, at least. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. So let's say thirty times twelve thousand. It's three hundred sixty thousand. And they're getting a return on yeah. most of them, so yeah. they're definitely making money. Yeah. So you can afford to to have some that work. And even, even if you're slightly losing money every month, as long as you're getting the bulk of that back. So let's say they're let's say losing ten. There's also the potential to make money off that in the next exactly. wave. That's so it's not like so, it's. So I, I I really think that they've changed. I think are true, and I have no idea. I don't know this business at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine that that, that, that Fox and Marvel Disney. and Disney and RC's guys are just oh they're looking at it. That I think they're saying listen. We just get, we want to make that next billion dollar movie. Yeah. So if it costs me over the course of a month three hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars to keep these things going, and maybe hey, that's yeah. a great storyline right there. Yeah, yeah. Pull it yeah. out, and even if I lost ten grand that month, you're gonna make grand, it back. Who cares? Yeah, that's really. three hundred thousand a year at worst that you're gonna lose. It. They're gonna make that up in what the first two hours when the movie comes out. Yeah. And to be totally cynical about it, because yeah. I think you're right. There's a point where it's been floated. It was floated in the 80s. It was floated at different times when comic sales were really bad. Was the companies could still they could just put out reprints. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing that holds them back from that is still that the market and the fans need to be current. Right. In other words, you're not going to make new people if you get old stuff. Exactly. Right. If you did reprints, you probably could still gain an audience, but you wouldn't have the, the 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 you know, the super nerds that they target yeah, and they market like TV to. shows. They can make just reruns I Love Lucy all right. day, I look at that would I, die off. Right. So, yeah. so you need that new fresh content. blood, and yeah. those are the guys who are writing the, you know, doing right. online petitions if something's canceled or to get a movie made or what have you. Yeah. That's, that's the audience that they've targeted for 
20, 30 years. I just look at people who read comic books. The way I see this is they're like the early adopters in any market. Yeah. They're the guys they're still who loyal to, to it. They all. have to get the, you yeah, know, the, the, the iPhone. Watch the yeah, they're, they're, first day. they're your yeah. early adopters. They're the ones who are going to kind of tell you, hey, this thing's moving pretty well. Yeah. Hey, you know, Mr. Uh, the, the, uh, Marvel director or producer, Fang. Yeah. Joe Casada. No, uh, Joe, uh, Kevin Feige. Oh, Kevin Feige, the producer Feige. guy. Yeah. These things are hit. One, two, and three look pretty good. Take a look at them. Have your creative people see what they can do with it. Yeah. They're just the early adopters, and then you you make the movie for the masses. Yeah. Right? So I think the early adopters are the ones who read the comics and like this one, don't like that one, yeah. let this one fall yeah. off. I really think it's just I, I truly believe that's their easy way of keeping all the stuff current, getting the best stuff out there. It's like test marketing and test marketing the shit out of it. Really, take the ones that work and run. They're, bra- really they're brain it's, mining. Exactly. Right? It's, it's like. It's like so we're all we're a bunch of monkeys at typewriters. No, oh, this one came know. up with a new idea, quick, yeah. exactly. and then they all do the same story. I mean, think, think about what they did. And I mean, then you I get two bananas for that one. <laughs> what, what's the guy's name? Did Thanos start? Jim Starlin. Starlin. Yeah. He he said, and I remember him talking to you about it. He what? said that it took them two hours to do what he did in one page with the snap. Yeah. Right? I was Perez. Yeah. Perez. Okay, sorry. Yeah, he drew it. He said what they did, yeah, he, in one panel he did that. Right. So so right. imagine if you and what they did with it was great, right? Yeah. That whole movie was fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys are cranking out 30 different uh, versions, yeah, versions yeah, yeah. every single month for yeah. a year. You're trying to tell me there's not a couple hundred movies sitting in there oh, somewhere yeah, that's yeah, worth yeah. it? Some of them might be good. And, 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 that's why and, it's and always, by the way, you already have the goddamn thing drawn up. I know, so that storyboard's right. killing me. Right. It's like, all you got to do is... Your design's already there, too. Yeah, yeah, Walking Dead, I was like, I remember being in the thing with the guy, Frank Darabont, and he's sitting there talking to me. I go, and Robert Kirk was there. This is before the show started. Right. And I go, isn't this kind of easy for you as a director? He goes, why? I go, <laughs> because he already storyboarded the whole thing, and Kirkman <laughs> looks over, and then... He goes, well, I don't take it page for page, like panel for panel. And then he opens the book and he goes, oh, hey, look, this is a this is in the show. Oh, like, hey, this is the show. And Kirkman's just sitting there going, yeah, the kid's right. Because you don't want to piss the audience off. He may off. not do it, no, but, but the people working the cinematography for him do are that. like, yeah. hey, wait, they already did this shot. Here, let's just make it look like that. This, how long have you been doing this? Over 30 years. Okay. He's got 30 He's 24 years, years old. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 40 years. Yeah. So, four, okay, wow. Four. Yeah, wow. Regardless. You're old. He's done it a long Man, time. Man, you're so pleased to restore it. Why would Leave a little room in my coffee for the men of music. I don't why, know. Would, why would you not want to use somebody who's been doing this so long, he does it in his sleep? Why would you bring someone in the outside who's because going to take 30 freaking... That's why no, but they're No, right, no, the newer people because are Because somebody's all, also... They, it comes the, down to... Right, it comes down to that. It's like Hollywood is... I always go back to the young. Barton Fink. Yeah. It's like they want that Barton Fink feeling. <laughs> You know, and then hey, you schmuck, I can get anybody. Yeah, 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 it really get... is always somebody new, and they've always they've always chased that. You know, the next oh, and, big and thing, the hip yeah. thing, but what I'm whatever. Like, the guys what are the, the new bell bottoms? Jerry, Jerry's <laughs> going to start dressing with the hip stuff. I need the, hey, sungla- the Mike, Mike Murdoch sunglasses. They're oh. really crazy. <laughs> so with the wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, here, maybe this will explain it a little bit better. Maybe I'm not explaining what? it somewhere. When they were looking to do the, the <laughs> Superman movie that had. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Superman Lives. It's going to be down in Pittsburgh. Yep. Right. Exactly. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And he, had, he came out with all these different costumes. Yeah, it was lit and everything. Yeah. With black and white. Yeah, yeah, and everything yeah, yeah, else. yeah, yeah. How much do you think they spent on all that? Millions. Millions. Well, wasn't it something Tim like... Tim Burton was doing it. Right. When you combined what the salary promises to them, I think it, it was a burden of something like 40 million bucks. Oh, for Cage? That when they went on to do Superman Returns, Returns they got... 
Brandon Ralph was no budget. Well, no, but the budget was whatever it was plus forty million that was carried over. Oh, really? They had to use that. Yeah, that's why that budget was so so, high. Was that they had to basically carry it? Even make they paid Cage, they paid Tim Burton. They had to pay them plus all the R and D over a period of maybe two years. It was a while. Oh, it went longer than that. They didn't. But that's my point. This is exactly Kevin Smith wrote like twenty five versions of scripts. That was the, probably the cheapest aspect of that. The writing of that uh, de- development, because yeah. the writers never got that much money. You know no. what I'm saying? That's my point. So they invested spend, all that you money. You could spend forty million on something you basically never don't use. Don't do. Don't yeah. use. Yeah. Or you can spend three hundred thousand or thirty thousand right. a month that you might use. Yeah. That you have. All you need is one. Yeah. All you need is one because it's it's not losing a hundred. It's not losing three hundred thousand a month. It may be losing. Even no. if it loses ten percent, it's losing thirty six. So yeah. over the course of the year, you may lose three million dollars. That's 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 nothing compared years to of what they did with that. Joker thing. makes a billion dollars. You just make your money back. And you only made it back sixty million dollar. You only made it back. You call up. You call up your buddy here. And you say, hey. Yeah. Mr. Ordway, we're, we're, a check we're, for 50, we're, we're good for another 15 years as long as you can draw because we yeah. got, we got, yeah. we're we going to send you a whole of five bananas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, when the movie comes out, we'll send you a copy. They don't even do that. No, I didn't even get a copy. They didn't even get a copy. Yeah. That's what cracks me up. I'll so call them up I, and go, hey, this is at the best buy. You're like, oh, that's out? I'm like, did it send you? No. That's that's I more just, insane. I just think that's what they're doing. I think they, they used they to send you stuff. They did, yeah. Back in the day. to make money and. Keep your cost Well, up. why is this DC Universe? I can't believe that's still around. I thought it had been gone now. I know. Well, they, they have wanted their own it around so service. they could charge me for another year. They have their own pay service. <laughs> yeah. DC yeah. does. It's like Apple and yeah, Netflix. My, my daughter watches yeah, 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 yeah. it. And it's like seven I've never seven watched the Harley Quinn. I, I, I did. Care. I watched two I, episodes. I really it was funny. I didn't watch the rest, though. I watched two. But um, why does that exist? It, well, it exists because they can't take those shows and sell them to the CW and no, get a wider no, audience. No, what's going to happen is they're they're keeping it going until HBO Max, yeah. which is in May, and then they'll somehow roll it they'll together roll or whatever. Yeah. This was something that came about under a different regime. This was is the before online right. thing. Yeah, yeah. The DC Universe came about before AT and T. But do you see Warner. how crazy that is? Though it's like we're going to make original programming for these people, but it's not a huge audience. It cost a lot of money. They I did, don't know how much. But it they've cost, done but no. They've done no follow up promotion in a year. No, they almost let it it's die. Like it's, people don't even know that's it exists. What I'm saying. It's yeah. like you know you. So you, how many people? Are, how many? How many people? Are they'll never tell you. No, they'll never tell. I know my daughter is. I have it. She watches. He it gets it. Yeah, well, but, and, and technically you can buy. I mean, you can buy. You can view any kind of comic on there, right? Not all of so them. So how does that? But I'm saying what they have what available. They have available. How does that translate digital. into my pocket? Because they put, the oh, stuff. they put Listen, the entire power I'll be blunt with you. I, I don't that. know how you guys always end up on a short end of the stick. You guys create it. The thing that, that drives me crazy because about when he did process, it, they didn't because have they give us an extra banana once in a while. <laughs> no, they didn't have this originally conceived back in 1992. Oh, I, I get that. There'd be an online, so it wasn't so, in this country. So no, but, I'm, but I'm saying is what I don't understand is. I start like I'm. I used to be an artist. I used yeah, to yeah, draw yeah. back in. Yeah. So let's pretend I decided to get back into it. And I get this crazy idea to come up with plow. Yeah, whatever yeah. It is, and I create it. Yeah. Somehow, from the time it gets in my hands that I created, it's all mine. To the time it gets on a screen, I'm ending up with a hundred thousand dollars and not half of what the fucking right. thing is on yeah, the right, screen. Yeah, yeah. Right. How does that happen? I, it's yours. How did you? You lose don't have it? good lawyers. Is well, that it? Work, is it strictly must be. it? Somebody must negotiate all that stuff. It's say, work hey, for hire. Yeah. It's always big work for hire. Because done. people, 
grew up reading comics, and they they play off the fact that oh, you want to do you Superman. want to be here, yeah. you know? Oh, how cool to do do Superman. So so talk to so me that's about our the, friends, the, you know, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, those well, they owned it all. That's what I'm saying. They were, so, but but they, they, were, they, were, they started their they own also, printing company. They owned their own printing. Well, they lucked Mirage. out. They lucked out immediately. Enemy lucked out. It was just good fortune. Yeah. They found the guy who said who worked for the big. He had all the connections. He was the toy a, worked for the toy yeah. companies and stuff. He was like, "Wow, there's a gold mine here." Yeah. He made a deal with those guys, and then basically it was he was a full partner, so he had incentive to make this as big as possible. Yeah. Right. And this guy got the toy line started, got the cartoon started. All of that was fed into making the car- the comics yeah. more popular. Right. But there was only those two guys: yeah. Peter Laird okay. and Kevin Eastman. They were 50-50. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have a so corporation. They bring this other guy in. Right? They did Henson movies. movies. Oh, there was a huge yeah. Made, Big box. Oh yeah, Kevin had his own boat around the world. Well, I mean, Mike Mignola did Hellboy, right. and Mike Mignola—they've done three Hellboy movies, okay. and yeah. clearly he has some residual money coming in from all three of those. Uh, he still owns it, but he owns the rights to the characters. Okay. most of these guys, but he was weren't their characters, and you can do that. But the, it's basically—it's called creator-owned. They own it. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. own and Superman. That was, that was the appeal of Image when it first came around. Was that it was Spawn. for the first time the creators were yeah. more important than the character. Okay. So the guy who did Spider-Man could do his own thing and sell Top as many Marvel. copies as Marvel was selling a Spider-Man, and the companies really clamped down. I mean, they the, the whole playbook changed at that time because they were losing people who were doing their own comics. You can do your stupid idea that you had when you were a kid and, people and make, follow you. you know, yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars doing it yourself. So exactly. The, well, they made millions. So the what are you talking about? Hundreds. It was, I'm saying, it was like, crazy the market money. then, yeah. you know, the, the market, the, the, the Marvels and the DCs are like, oh, we either have to treat the creators better, which happened for a time. They had better deals for uh, people. Um, but or, they started trying to push character over creator. So in other words, you, you want to do Superman because if you do some other character, you're not going to make any royalties. If you do Superman, Superman's going to get your royalties. Yeah, it's a big seller. Yeah. So basically, they, they, they spent like years, and when the comic market went in the toilet, then it all came back into their hands. Right. So basically, the tide shifted back to them. Uh, and it never, it I don't think it changed ever changed. Yeah. The only thing that's changed is... You do have image is stronger as an entity. You have someone like Robert Kirkman come yeah. out of that, also becoming a millionaire from, from The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. None of that is predictable, though. Right. You know? So it's still very random, and uh, um, and they purposely move people around now in books. They don't yeah. let you stay in a book yeah. for because well, it's they, like a baseball thing. They don't want you to become the superstar. I, I get it's it. It's a whole no, team. No, I get that. So, so no, they do that. The guys will have a contract right. for two or three years, and then they're off the book. But, but I, I see those as two different. I, I, so again, looking at this from a kind of a yeah, marketing yeah, yeah, yeah. point, I look at existing product. Yeah. So that's what you guys are talking about. Yeah, like Batman, Batman always sells. No matter who's doing it, Batman's always. So you've sell. got existing product. If yeah. you go into existing product, here's your gig. Yeah. This is how you get paid. This is what you're doing. Right. Then you have new product. But I they don't it. have as much new product. Anymore. So that's my point. Is there a reason why that's not happening? Is because it, is there... it, people don't want to give up their new ideas to a corporate entity because, like he said, it's worked for hire. So I, I don't know if it's all of that, though. I think some of it, it comes down to the fact that what, it's like people complaining about movies. Why is everything a sequel? You know, why isn't it a new original because thing? If or why is it a remake of some show from the 70s or whatever? Because if it bombs... From the marketing point of view, that's where I think marketing is driving multiple, you know, businesses. Right. 
you know, and I think within comics it's the same thing. They're they're finding ways to refresh something that was a big yeah. hit twenty years ago rather than doing something new because the odds are someone's gonna remember the death of Superman or Crisis or whatever. Reinvent yeah. Um, same with like taking a like doing Star a movie, movie based on this new Star Wars movie just remakes of the older ones kinda. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. it's like oh it worked that, once. You're refreshing been, it for yeah, a new audience. A new audience. Yeah. yeah. But I mean that. So that's my kids how they do that's way, marketing. They made over a billion, but not great. Not like the first one. Right. But Force Awakens made two point. But that's a marketing billion. thing. So in Force Awakens came out of a, a drought. Yeah, of there wasn't from two thousand five yeah. to two thousand. So there was a lot of anticipation for people to and see. Plus, it. they had the original characters yeah. back, and yeah. But it, again, it just it seems like marketing, and maybe all of this really we're talking about it, giving information from every individual about what they like to buy, what they're patterns are during the day, everything so that they can be targeted. It feels like almost all of our entertainment is generally is, is being targeted sure as well. well. Well, remember that Terminator so, movie we no saw? No doubt about it. I can yeah. understand why it bombed. It's it because bombed. we're too old and the audience, yeah, the audience is was not there anymore. Because it's like, oh look, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton. It's just like the original Terminator from 92. It tanked. I mean, we were there in the theater. There was nobody was, in the theater. I thought it was we were good. opening night. I'm like, there's only 10 people here. Yeah, yeah. And then it was closed in a week. I'm like, what happened? I think it made like 60 million in maybe it was a, And it was a well-made, you yeah. know, very exciting like, movie. Like, if you see it on TV, you're like, oh, this is a good movie. But here's, the, that's the other thing. When you watch, like, see the Academy Award nominations or whatever, there's, from years of watching movies, yeah. and, you know, again, we've got, we've watched tons and tons of movies. We've been through how many seasons of Academy Award oh, things. Yeah. You knew there was always, like, a pattern to the yeah, Academy like Awards. Yeah, Joker's probably going to win Best Picture. I don't know that, but it, really? I'm saying, like, in, so. in, the, in days past, like, you'll see a movie and you'll go, oh, like, ten years ago, that would have been a Best Picture nomination, possibly a winner. Because you, you'll still see stuff like that, and you go, well, it doesn't play now because oh. they're selling it differently. There's different conditions on everything. Sure. You know, neither good or bad, just the times just change. Yeah, yeah, things change. Okay. So, so you get like Scorsese on me and start yelling about No, Irish but I'm thinking of, I, I specifically keep thinking of the one that Mel Gibson movie about the the, the guy who was the objector who yeah, wanted to be a medic. Garfield. It was a great movie. Andrew Garfield. And yeah. when I saw that, I thought this, in any previous 10 years, this would have been a best picture nominee possibly Didn't winner even make a it hit all the all the things you'd want in a big picture yeah, yeah. it was it had the moral conflict it had you know a trial scene yeah, it, it was had a, a movie, yeah. it was a it was a great movie but it just belonged to a different era right as that type of thing and okay. and uh makes sense so so they're again they're trying to get kids our kids' ages to see movies. Yeah. And they're like maybe not wanting to see movies anymore. No, they're only going to see the big spectacles. So you have to go for yeah. the big explosion. That's right. My stuff. kids will go to their home. They'll go see whatever big So yeah, it's entirely conceivable something like Joker could win. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have been even probably it thought even of it as it, possible yeah. when The Dark Knight came out, even. That was like, what? They're going to vote for The Dark Knight for Best Picture? Yeah, even so though it's it a like great a joke. movie. Yeah, yeah. They were like, but, that's not going to happen. But like, Keith, I went to see 1917 when I was homeless week. Is this that World War One movie? I said, yeah, but it's supposed to be really good. I said, yeah, I don't care. I'm like, really? But like you said, years ago, that would have been like probably the movie. Of well, the year. and that is though. Did you weirdly, see it? that's no, like I wanted the, to see it. Weirdly, that is like a dark horse for the for the best picture. Because oh, is it 1917? Yeah, the guy, the studio released it at the right time. Sam Mendes. They built momentum for it rather than like most of the other movies that came out earlier. Yeah. You know, they're either on video already. Us is up there. I thought that came out like two years ago already. Yeah, that was, like, that this, was this year. year? Yeah. Really? That movie? But it's like a haunted... It's like a duplicate family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl was possessed. Yeah, it was a good Twilight yeah, I forgot it came out thing. this year. It was like March or something. Yeah, like that's how long ago it was. 
but uh, but yeah, I mean, so things ten months. Yeah. Things no, but change. nowadays, you know. So they're they're trying to target a different audience, but I think that the the people who would watch the Academy Awards is pro- still probably an older demo. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, that's you the know? thing I tell Sharon. I go, oh, the Oscars are because next week. I said, because they used to be March. I go, yeah, they stopped doing that because there were all these awards were happening. Well, think of when I was March when was I was a teenager. That was the, the Golden big deal. Globes was a big joke. Yeah. yeah. So you've got Golden thirty Globes, years SAG awards. Add thirty years to that, and suddenly it's like people are using the Golden Globes as a predictor of things. And it's like you realize that. Foreign Press Association foreign is press like, is like 20 guys yeah. in a smoke-filled room. Yeah. You know? Well, the SAG Awards this is a big union meeting. That's all it was. You it's know, all a union because it's all the yeah. Actors Guild. And they're like, I want to thank the union. I want to thank the union. I said, I'm watching a Teamster meeting yeah, yeah. with tuxedos <laughs> and, and nice off, but, but you're That's all it was. <laughs> Were you old enough to remember like Pia Zadora? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. Pia Zadora. You remember like, the, the, her, like there was she married her husband yeah, yeah, yeah. basically... You know, wine and dine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's she press, got a and she got a, a nomination, Golden for Butterfly. Globe for something. Yeah, that was the movie. Yeah. Those are the things I always think about. It's like, okay, you're talking about a group of like 20 people. How do you use that as a basis for? Well, John Sartre's was funny. Something. He was like, "Oh, J Lo wants an Oscar because suddenly she's like, I'm doing a serious movie now. Like, when is this? Well, she's a good actress, but suddenly it's like, oh, Hustlers J-Lo, or something. Yeah, Hustler. yeah, she needs to get an Oscar this year. They're like, okay, really? Nobody but, needs to. I mean, again, there's a randomness to it, but it, there's also. Oh, Tony used to laugh because I used to run pools. He used to go, "Who cares? We'd be in the '90s, yeah. and I'd have a bead dry marker board. I would yeah. take, I would take yeah, money. I would take money, and I would sit there and go, you had the best picture, you know, all the top yeah, categories, yeah. and then it was like a tiebreaker on the bottom for best original score. And these kids would come over, and I'd have them all ranked there, and they'd give me like a bit, like betting slip on yeah, a football yeah. game. Yeah. And then I'd come in on Sunday night, and then Monday I'd have to come and pay off. I think John Payne won, or remember this guy. Uh, Bill Aquilena or something like that. I remember they used to call him Waterboy. He was a big, tall Italian kid from the Bronx. His dad owned an Italian restaurant. He won all. Every year I would do the Oscar poll, and this kid would always be. He was, I don't know how he always would know. I'm like, what are you in on this stuff? Like, he's getting a no, I, connection. I, just, I, 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 I remember, remember Titanic. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I and we were all like, that's never going to be a big movie. That's going to be the yeah, worst yeah. movie. Everybody knows how it ends. And when it became a huge movie, we're all sitting around our mouth down. Like, Titanic is well, a big Titanic deal. Titanic also yeah. had the. the they had, had bad press because yeah. he had cost over budget. runs. Oh, yeah. At one point, to get them to kick in, to get Fox to kick in more money to finish it, he gave up a percentage of his fee yeah. to where he was working for free. Like, he had guarantees of how much he was going to yeah. get. He gave up that money to Fox just to get $20 million cra- I never thought that was going to become the biggest movie. So, I mean, oh, when a movie's right. got a negative stink before it opens, it's usually the kiss of death because yeah. then the critics are all, like, knives Ready out the minute it... Yeah. Um, but clearly that worked for them. You know, you couldn't predict that. But that's what I'm saying. Like the, the, those, that, the era of Braveheart winning Best Picture is kind of funny, too, because you think it was an entertaining movie, but it's probably culturally more suspect now than it would have been at the time. You think it was paid off? Well, all the no, Weinstein no, but I'm just saying, like, well, Weinstein did a lot of the whining and dining and stuff. Yeah, yeah but... Um, All his movies, every year they were win Shakespeare in Love, one yeah. after another. It's like another Weinstein movie, you know, Miramax, Miramax. But it used to, and it, well, again, in the 70s, we used to joke about the fact that a comedy could never win a Best Picture because so it was always had to be dramas. Right. You know, it had to be something where, you know. No, I think Andy an actress, Hall was the first movie. It was. Yeah, the comedy. Yeah, not, not ever, but in a while, the first comedy yeah. to win. Um, but it's just funny. So, you know, you, 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 you think about those things you think about now and you go, 
look at the nominees and you go, well, you know, I have actually seen multiple lot of them, films, yeah. but I've seen them on video or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The main topic that I was supposed to talk to today, which never got up to it, <laughs> which Tony had his aliens thing. What was the report you saw about the aliens is today? The, uh, well, today's topic of the power Wait, is topic. it today's alien report? It was the alien report. Today's alien report yeah, was. Yeah, from uh, space.com. It said, top secret UFO files could gravely damage U.S. national security if released, Navy and I, said. And Interesting. My, and that was, he came so Is that the their table. way of not releasing them? Is that their excuse to not release them? It said the Navy officials dubbed the strange craft an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Have remained mum on exactly what it was. And when did it happen? What are we talking 2004 about? 2004 is when yeah, they Well, the see, that's the thing. It was 15 years, 16 years ago. So, and yeah, that's what they're saying. They're so, if they're still worried that. See, and that's the thing that my topic would, I didn't know he was bringing that, but my, I wrote down today what would happen if tomorrow they came out and said, yes, there are real UFOs? Yeah. And what would happen? What well, would the general public? How would they? How would they tell you? Here's Subtly? my. Well, I know. Yeah, it's like show in, up over in science fiction movies. They always used to worry about, like, if you revealed the fact that a meteor is going to destroy the people earth, that people would just start like you'd lose that threat of civilization right. immediately, and people would just riot. Hey, yeah. who cares? I'm going to be dead die. in a week. I'm going to get out and kill 15 people or yeah. whatever. So, I mean, that is always a concern. My thought of this Navy thing is like, if you're, what would if you rationally were trying to think, like, what reason could they have for keeping a lid on it? One of my thoughts is maybe it reveals something that time travel actually exists. And if time travel exists, then everything's off. Then how do we trust our reality? Yeah. How do we know people Jesus haven't been selectively guy, coming yeah. through and changing stuff? And, yeah. and they'd be doing it all day. You, you know? never know. And yeah. if it's aliens. Well, at what level technologically are they, and are they already here? Have they been here? Well, are they in the right. White House? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? They, There's a bunch of stuff to think about. Right. So, that's, I mean, that's why just, they don't do it? Because well, it would freak people think out. Think about why, well, people why you wouldn't believe it, though. Why wouldn't you, wouldn't believe it. Why like, wouldn't you well, open the records? Why wouldn't you open the records on the Kennedy stuff? Why because is that some of those stuff people still are still alive. It's probably political. That's yeah. my feeling. Is it probably was Castro and Russia? Maybe. Well, and don't if they that have were the case, that gets released a hundred years later. Us. But I'm no, saying, it's, like, it's either way. But if it was Castro and Russia, then there's a reason why there still is an embargo no, on Cuba for you know millions of years, and he finally don't, dies. Don't they open the files on that hundred years after? Yeah, yeah I mean, they, what they, ends up happening is they, everyone's they, dead. Well, they're all dead, but what ends up happening is everything's redacted. Right. Oh, it'll right. be so, there, but so, you can't so you'll see still it. Have so you'll have names taken off. Bob killed Plank, and, and you can't right. see what the hell. Everything else is blank. So you're yeah. not going to find out anything anyway. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's what they, when they do, they talk about this whole Freedom of Information Act. It's, they're true. They can, they can ask But you don't really see anything. Everything's redacted. And, they say, and what they do is they take the redacted pages and they try to match it with stuff that they might have that isn't. The and they'll right. go, okay, but you can't say for 100% sure yeah. this is what you're talking about. It can lead you in another line of inquiry or something. If so if they come out tomorrow, the UFOs here, who would be the person to tell the people, the president? Oh, well, God, who would believe them? <laughs> Perfect timing. Wouldn't it be? No, They're just he, about to impeach me. Oh, well, hold on. Before we would, say that, it would here. Have to and he, he's like, I have my good friend. Yeah, my good know, friend, Z-Bob. Right? <laughs> it's funny. We both come up with this. That's what I'm saying. He's got the same haircut. Yeah. Yeah. No, he comes over there. That's but what he's, he's, he's modeling after. Like yeah. No, he got Melania presses a button. Her face falls off. And it's got all these tentacles coming out of it. And she's like. 
I've been watching you all along. <laughs> you people of Earth, do what we're I not, say. Like the Coneheads, we're from France. No, also She's from his Slovenia. Head, his head explodes, and then there's like the worm thing inside of him living there like freaking... Well, he's uh, got that weird posture, so you know there's something... Yeah, like, something going on. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's that's an, the thing. Would, it would have to, or would, they, would he tell all the other people in the world, say, hey, listen, all the other leaders in the world, like, shit's going to hit We've the fan the in a week. We've got the best aliens. <laughs> Make Earth great again. That would be a good story right there. I just said but it. he doesn't like make, aliens. No, 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 no. Just so, the, he doesn't. They're okay if they come no, from outer space, yeah, just not no. from. So <laughs> it's like Red Dawn. The aliens come in, they take over the Earth, and everyone starts wearing hats. Make Earth great again. <laughs> it's a mega hat. I sell a new hat, and I start selling so America great. No, but it's what like I, tag. No, but would, your alien would, name would they tell all from people? The would they get the Pope? Would they get all the religious leaders out there to all sit there and agree? Or would people even believe it because there's I mean, no religion? I don't, there, I don't profess to have any. There wouldn't be any religion. There wouldn't be well, a point to that. No, see, see, here's the point. So Jesus much like could I have been an alien. He could have been an alien. Yeah, no, no, I'm just, I'm just you don't know, I was, you I was don't curious. Know who saw it? What's under the Pope's hat? Again, I don't know what I have to be blunt and honest. He's got that big No, but I was amazed when I found that out. I was like, wow, they have a piece of space rock in their. Do you know the what's that big chapel in D.C. the Cathedral, the big church in Isn't Washington. The National Cathedral. The National Cathedral. Yeah. Do you know there's a moon rock yeah. in the uh, stained glass yeah. in that that yeah. they brought back from Neil Armstrong? Yeah. I'm just saying there's a lot of weird little like space stuff and a lot of stuff yeah. that they kind of just go, oh yeah, that's a moon rock, that's an asteroid piece, you know. We just worship it, we don't talk about it. Though. That's Bill, he's from Mars. <laughs> well, I'm the, you know, <laughs> alien <laughs> stuff. Harriet's from. Herod's from Venus, but I, I don't know. And then the Indian, the Indian, uh, not the, was it the Hindu religion? One of them has like volumes on blue well, Native space. Americans had, no, had they have blue space of, creatures. Yeah, and, yeah. But they don't, they just, oh, yeah, that's in the book. They just take it for granted. Like, oh yeah, we had aliens coming down and spinning yellow it's, shirts. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's already in there. You know? Here's, here's why I think something's going on. Number one. More than normal? Yeah, more than normal. Because first off, the whole thing with the jets, the fact that they admitted the jets will be tracking. Oh, they're tra- chasing them, those videos they yeah, showed? Yeah, they showed yeah. them. And the thing stops on the a dime and on turns. The guy was on Joe Rogan, and Rogan's yeah. asking him all these questions. Look, I've been flying for you know, X number of years. I watched this thing. You did things yeah. I've never seen before. They're going 700 miles an hour, and this thing's just like turning on a dime. Like, yeah, turn on a dime. He said, if anybody it. did that, we'd be dead. Oh, yeah. This, you could, yeah, the chief so here's the question, though. Is it, is it something that... Is he seeing it on radar, or is he no, seeing it's on it his camera. visually, it was under, so you can see his physical yeah. It was on his chase objects. cameras. Yeah, yeah. interesting. And oh, yeah. Saw multiple. Is it online? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. saw that. It's a bell-shaped oh. thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, there's there's one it's, one's that looks like a pill, yeah. Yeah. and the other one has more of the like a bell. classic saucer with a, a dome and something underneath. Oh, yeah, and you hear the guys talking on the headsets, and they're like, what is it? And then it just goes... But that's what I was telling when I saw when I saw the one when I was... 18, 17. It just turned like that. It did this, the un, the unrealistic movements yeah. and yeah. just boom, gone. That's what's weird to me is just something that doesn't seem to follow the law of aerodynamics. Exactly. No sonic boom, no nothing. I remember, remember when the Columbia blew up? I told you the day before. I call him up. Actually, it was almost to this day, actually, because I think the Challenger blew up now and the Columbia blew up like. It was around February, February 1st. Yeah. We were down the street at the YMCA here in Fairfield. And I had just come back from Scottsdale, Arizona. We were flying over Texas this day before the Columbia blows up. And I'm going, yeah, I'm on the jet, and I'm looking out the window. This kid next to me is art school. He had a pen and paper he's drawing. And I see something out of the corner of my eye moving past the window. I'm like, wait, what? And we're like 33,000 feet, something crazy. 
and I look, and the kid's drawing starts to look at me like, what am I, and then he goes to look, and you can see, and I've told Tony before, it looked, you know like when you take a piece of paper, or like a white yep. and you throw it up in the air, and it just kind of like flutters in right. the air? So we're watching something that's kind of fluttering like a white right. square, right. but it's leaving a brown trail behind it, like a kite string, like yeah, a yeah, tail on a kite. Yeah. But the thing is, it's outside the wing of the plane, and there's no uh, reference point, so I can't tell... If it's, it's far away, away it or if it's right outside yeah. the window. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at it, and he's looking at it. We're both looking. And then the stewardess comes over and says, what's the matter? And we were like, what's that? And she's like, hold on. And she goes and looks out the window. And she goes, oh, I don't know what that is. And then my buddy's like a couple seats back. And I'm like, hey, Pete, Pete, wake up, Pete. And he's under the wing. And so from where I sat to there, it had moved in the wing. And Pete goes, what the hell is that, man? No. And we're all, and everybody on that side of the plane's all looking at it. And then we landed, and then when we were getting off, the girl was at the, the door, and she goes, oh, the pilot's here. He wants to ask you something. And he goes, do you know what time that was when you saw something? I said, yeah, it was 923, because I looked down at my watch, because I said, what the hell is that? And the pilot was, he didn't come and talk to us, but he's right. there. And then the next day, I think it was the Columbia, because I came home on a Friday, the Columbia blew up on a Saturday morning, and then I got a call Tuesday, it was? I can't remember the day, and there was somebody asking me what flight I was on, what time of day it was, what the direction was, and we were coming over Texas, and that thing, the Columbia blew up over Texas and just shattered to pieces. It just, like, because the tiles were missing. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, what time of day, what direction was it coming? I go, no, who's it? was a tile? No, I don't know what it was. So anyway, the guy's like, well, what's your name? And I give him all the same. I said, who are you? He goes, oh, I'm from the uh, accident report or something investigation thing huh. it was from a nasa thing yeah, and then yeah. the funnier thing is that following tuesday or whatever the news came out and the guy's name was colonel halleck and i oh. go hey that's my name and it was like colonel halleck from nasa said he saw this and uh. something and my buddy pete calls him and goes that's that thing we saw man and we were all talking about it yeah, before yeah. The, the columbia blew up and then they said that that columbia was falling apart <laughs> Days before they so re-entered, was, so there was shit falling. But they said, "Oh, but that was so high up in the atmosphere, you guys wouldn't have seen anything." But if, I it's go, a, if it's a but shield, if it's a piece heat of shield tile. thing, it wouldn't burn. That's up, what I'm saying. It? it wouldn't be, and the thing was tumbling, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's coming by us. And I said to my buddy, I "Go, what if that had hit the plane?" He goes, "Dude, that we would have popped like a balloon." Yeah. I said, "What do you mean?" Because you got a pressurized thing yeah, at thirty thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One little thing hits it, the thing would go, and yeah. you never would have saw what happened to us. But. To this yeah, day, I remember that. And how big were those tiles? That we were don't. On the space station well, they're had to be probably like this small, but again, I no, really, that small. I thought they were big. Oh, no, 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 they were tiles. The, they were like space. They were like eight by eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. They were all specially numbered. Yeah, but that's the thing. I couldn't tell how far away the thing was from the plane. We were all like, "Is that right outside the window, or is that two miles away?" Because it was just fluttering. So basically, as this thing's orbiting the Earth, it's falling apart as it's shaking off pieces and stuff. It's just, it's just gradually coming it's, back. And, and then when it out. came down, it, the heat just oh, got underneath it. I thought it. you were talking about the Challenger. What, the, no, the Challenger blew up because of the O-ring. That, 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 that was the, the on, cold that was the air contracted and the, the, the gas came out and blew up. No, this is the, the belly underneath it. Oh, okay. The pieces were missing. So yeah, as yeah. it's coming in, the atmosphere of friction Interesting. just burned it up. And here so, I thought, I, it sounded like but anyway, a that, story at first. That was my story about the Columbia. So to answer your initial question what would happen, it would be an all-points bulletin on all networks. This is not a test. Right. This is not a joke. This is reality. Right. There are aliens. Here's what you're going to find out. And we're going to have someone. Yeah. President. Talk to them. Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. have, have the UN. Just like on they're, the Twilight Zone. They're, they're coming into the He's UN. He's already got a statement. A co- no collusion with the Martians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He 
Yankees. And if there was, it was it was it was legal. And <laughs> 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 Martian showed up with no shirt on. <laughs> it just looks like a bag of hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it would be an all Martians are great you'd, again. You'd have to see. You really like think that's what they did? They that would have, would have to because no one else would believe it otherwise. That's what they used. But to around say. the world, oh yeah, they it used to, to say that that would be a yeah. I mean, remember when, like in the days of air raid sirens and drills when we were in school yeah. that was how information would be like the old twilight zone where they go to the un and yeah. here comes this thing to that's exactly man. what they'd have to do because nobody would believe it otherwise. do you think they actually have all this protocol in place yeah they do well they, oh, have, they do they have protocols well, they i don't did. know exactly yeah, what yeah. they do if I mean, this happens this is what you do they, the, 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 they laid the those united, guys off like four years ago what happened i don't know the united nations and i have to go back the united nations actually with the planning group a what? Yeah. An exoplanet. Yeah. Group. What is that? It People was meant do, to. It was yeah, meant it was to be. Meant if somebody does come from outer space, public that's relations, all kinds of stuff involved with that. What do you mean? They pick the people United to talk Nations. to. United Nations. Yes. Picked a certain they group have of people a group, to talk to. A director of exoplanets, whatever to, it is, to talk to for them. the possibility. For the possibility. Who is that? They don't tell you who it is. I don't know. They have the guy's name. They had a woman. It was a woman. It's General Halleck. Weirdly <laughs> enough, <laughs> he's back again. <laughs> Colonel, it was a colonel. Yeah, it was on. Logan. They used that. I, I see uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. What is it? What do you used to say? I, I see nothing. I know nothing. I see nothing. John Banner. Colonel Hennick. Colonel Hennick. Hennick. Skitter. You know, he was from Connecticut, too. Bob Crane. Poor Bob Crane. Bridgeport. No, he was well, on radio in Bridgeport. No, he was on radio yeah. in Bridgeport. I think he was from Bristol yeah. or up north somewhere. That's the one, too. His friend caved his head in with a, what do you call it, a yeah. tripod. But that guy died. But they It was a good movie. Him. Did you ever see that? Auto oh, with... Uh, Hair or something. 20 Auto. and then The guy who used to be on Late Night. Yeah, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear, whose career is also gone. Here it is. According yeah. to British news reports, the UN is set to appoint... Malaysian astrophysicist Maslin Othman as the World Organization Space Ambassador for this? Extraterrestrial Contact Affairs. This is back in 2010. Oh. So, so yeah, that's that's real. Wow. So, basically, like, the day the Earth stood still. Yeah. That's, that's what probably the protocol is probably very similar. <laughs> Get that movie script out again. <laughs> what did they say? Klaatu, Nikto, Barada. Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. Yeah, yeah we're there done. It is. We're all yeah. done. Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. Well done. Well, I only remember. I'm, 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 I'm He's impressed. impressed. I'm impressed. I knew because those were Jabba the Hutt's skiff guards. No, that's what their names were. Because when they came really? out, yeah, they were. Oh, that was the in joke. Like if you oh. knew what they were, it was like that's Nick Doe. This and you put all three of them together. I'm like, that's the things from the Day of the Earth. Stuff. <laughs> is that jo- Joseph Campanella? Is he the guy? No, who is there? Was a guy in the suit. He had a great voice. He's like, oh, the guy was the was yeah the, the alien. alien. Yeah, that was Michael Michael Rennie. Rainier? Michael Rennie? Something like he that. He was in Twilight Zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a perfect alien guy. But do you think the world would go crazy? Like people start rioting in the streets? Well, they can't. I think why? they'd wait to see which Marshall. Who he, I would. They'd wait to see who he did endorse for president. Okay, the, the, <laughs> it's still it's still part. It's called the Office of Outer Space Affairs. No, but what would you do? Would you just kiss your ass goodbye? Think people start killing themselves? No, no I, I because look, they, this it's over. Game I over. think people would be like, oh, cool. <laughs> Remember they were were all cool on Independence Day? They go on the roof and the thing blows them all up. They got the signs. I hope they bring Elvis back. (laughs) Okay, what's the worst case scenario? 
Randy Quaid comes back if to the United Randy States. Randy Quaid comes back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from up from Canada. Well, the worst case scenario? Worst case scenario. Uh, stock li- market crashes. Stock market uh, Finances go out the window. Religions go out the window because no one cares anymore. I think religions no, will go out the, the window. The worst case scenario is they go, you're just insects, and yeah. we're all gone. So you're not going to know what's going to happen. Yeah. Do you or think they they're going to come down here to do that? They could do that from... They could They could have done that before. They, they could have done, done that a hundred thousand times. What would they times. do if they came hmm. What did they do when you said that World War II people, they landed on the islands and used they, the resources they, they, and they, left? They used... They, they, they helped... They we help them. You know, in other words, they use the toilet. We're into galactic years here. We're into galactic years. That's all yeah, I can say. Yeah, I need some water. Shitter's full. Oh, you guys got Starbucks too. No, I think that honestly, we're going to suck up some of your water and we're out. What would they want from here? There's nothing good. We've been hearing very good things about colony pizza. We heard it's good pizza. Maybe they want your brains. That's one. Yeah, that's just not like what. What would they? Really, truly need if, if they have the ability to fly around the universe. What they're the hell? coming back to check on us millions of years see, later. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like an ant farm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly that's that ant farm right in the basement. Yeah. And we seeded your race. Think, <laughs> and a lot of people think they're here. Yeah, and they're yeah. doing it naturally. Anyway, yeah. they think there are people all yeah, around observing them, stuff, observing anything due to the trench coat in the park I saw the other day. <laughs> Pretty sure he's on a watch list. Yeah, because he had bug feet. I don't exactly. know what the deal was. But. <laughs> he got the hat with a third eye. <laughs> talking like this. So through that yeah, advance, right. they're probably like, yeah, don't, even, wearing don't spook him. Well, what, it's what like me walking in the woods with the dog. I don't bother the ducks. I go, yeah, I like ducks. And yeah, they walk by. Yeah, yeah. That's about well, it. Well, what did they All say the ducks suddenly look at you and go, what, what now we're in control. Contact? Remember in contact when she was talking Jody about... Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster said, you know, they, they would look at us like... Uh, you know, it would be like us looking at a bunch of ants and yeah. an anthill in Africa. And he said, yeah, and how bad would you feel if you destroyed that anthill in Africa? He wouldn't care. Think twice about and it. He's yeah. going, you yeah. could just move on. Yeah. You throw your raid down and call it a day. Don't Pretty step much. on me, he dude. Said, yeah. said, so he said, so you, you got to be prepared. So, you know. Oh, I, do you think they have a backup plan to fight back? Well, no. How could you? Look. I it wouldn't be like Independence able, Day. If you're able to travel through the universe. There's a nuclear bomb right. And stop. you're able to go through all Right, yeah, right. Yeah, the universe yeah. can throw right. it. I know. What could you possibly hit them with yeah. that's going to stop them? A nuclear bomb? They've probably been hit by larger asteroids and everything. So else. imagine though they show yeah. up and they go, "Take us to David Bowie," and someone yeah, you, has to say, "You know what? He they, died a couple of years you ago." Know what they asked for though when they landed? They said they want to see the Snyder Cut. <laughs> That's what they want. Thank God. Well, that would be a good thing. They'll it would never actually see come it. Out. Yeah, they never, it would actually you know. come out. My kids start telling me that. Warner Brothers would finally. know what that is. Warner Dad. Brothers just finally give them Release the extra the twenty cut. million see, to I finish always, it. I always thought a good movie would have been the sequel. What, what should have happened on Independence Day is they come down, they're attacking us, they're blowing us all up, yeah. and we're our last end. We're really getting our ass kicked, and all of a sudden, this other set of of alien vessels come out of nowhere and start blowing the shit out. Yeah. We're all like, well, we're just the ones living on top of the earth. Oh, we're These in the guys, middle of it? We're the crossfire. They're the guys, right, they're, right, they're yeah. the guys living it's like a gang war. In, 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 in Antarctica. Right. Yeah. And they've been down there for years. They came out, blew them up. He said, we knew they were coming. We were prepared. Yeah. We let you fight your battle because quite frankly, you need to get your ass kicked a little bit. <laughs> and then we took you out. He said, now they, they're going to come back. And either you figure out how to fight them back, because you know what, we're leaving. You guys are driving us crazy, and they take off in the entire citadel. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, we go into their lair where they used to be in Antarctica, and you figure out how to use all our technology, and then you fight them when they come back the next day. Well, the story that Jeff Davis and I wrote back in 1995, when we were supposed to be doing the Datacom catalog for you, <laughs> we were supposed to be working for him, and Jeff and I are drawing comic books in the back. 
we I came up with heavy hitters, which is where all the broadcasts and all the TV signals that have been going up to space for years mm-hmm. has been, been uh, intercepted by these alien races looking for a fight, and they think that James Bond's real, they think that Rambo's real, they think that Indiana Jones is real, and they're coming down to the Earth to fight all these great heroes, but they're just actors. So then the president has to call Stallone, James, uh, Sean Connery, Harrison Ford, and says, listen, you guys got to act the hell out of this. You got to pretend you're really something. They're like, we got stuntmen. We don't do this. And it's a comedy. But they all get together and they go to fight the aliens just like posturing and stuff. And they, the best scene was they got all the James Bonds together. And it was called the Bond Squad. Instead of the Bomb Squad. And they got Roger Moore, Sean Connery, Lazenby, uh, Timothy Dalton, and Pierce Brosnan was at the time. And they're like, you guys got to learn. And they're going to the real soldiers and they're trying to train them to be like real action guys. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And the best part of the best line I wrote in the thing was they're all like climbing up on the side of a cliff and they're, you know, like can't do it because they're all just soft actors, you know? And Lasby's like the first one to get to the top. I did it, I did it. And his rope goes and he falls. And Sean Connery goes, I knew that guy didn't have any staying power. And he just did one of those like zingers or something like that. And then the problem is they get uh, Sylvester Stallone, but the aliens think that he's both Rocky and Rambo. So he has to play two parts at the same time. And he's just like, yo, yo. And he's just like, doesn't know what he's doing. And this went on and on and on. And I can't remember who they got to be the president. I think they made Harrison Ford the president because he was president of Air Force, yeah, Air one. Force one. And he was, he's like all stoned out of his mind, has no idea. So Heavy Hitters was the whole thing. And they actually just got all these actors together. And the aliens just ran away at the now end because Chuck Norris was in it. And Chuck Norris, he was out of everybody they had. He was the only one that was actually badass enough to do it. And he took out like the entire alien race. Everybody else was like, good job, good job, you know. But that was the whole movie. Steven Seagal didn't last that, more than no, Steven three Seagal hours. was in it. Yeah, and we had them all in there. But then The Expendables came out. And I remember Geoff calling me up. He goes, look, there's our movie where they got all the action stars together in one movie. I said, if they threw an alien invasion on top of The Expendables, <laughs> that would have been the script for Expendables 4. Yeah. Aliens versus The Expendables. So you'd have all those action stars. I'm, I'd pay that money right now. <laughs> See, but that was my story. We'll That's see, how it's supposed once, to end. That's the Disney, real alien. Now that Disney owns everything. They could do it. They Actually, Disney's it. the alien. Walt was an alien. He's not dead. He just got beamed out. No, no, Imagine no. he comes back and he's like... Mickey and, and the Emperor. Donald and Goofy are all real. That's what I'm saying. They're, They're actually right. aliens. That's why Goofy can drive a car. So you can do them in CG. And Pluto's from another planet. That's why he's like a subspecies. He wasn't quite a dog, but he, he was... Wasn't evolved he had his enough. own dog. Yeah. <laughs> See? Figure that one out. Disney. Disney is yeah. the alien. That's why they're assimilated. Well, you everything. remember the guy who worked with them in the early stuff? His name was Ub Iwerks. Just, I've never heard a more alien name. This has been a production of Big Fedora Marketing, LLC. The folks that bring you the terrific Comic-Con, GamerCon, and so much more. Thanks for listening.